Turntables activated. Get ready. You're about to party. Party with the baddest motherfucking DJ. Hello, my lovelies. I hope you guys are doing great. I'm here at home chilling out because it is 95 degrees outside. And yeah, it is like killer hot. And that's just the regular temperature. It's not the feel like temperature. And the mosquitoes are about almost a dime size, I would say. Yeah, they're huge. Uh, So anyways, this is your girl Jojo joining you today. My voice is a little uh, down because of the fact that I have to keep an eye on my six and a half year old who won't leave me alone and says, I'll be in here and I'll be quiet. And all she does is ask me questions and give me knock knock jokes. So if you guys have kids, you know how much they say, I promise, I promise, but never keep it. Yeah. So anyways, I'm going to hit you up with a 24 mix. It's called the Buffet Mix. I was um, gifted this from a local DJ, and it's pretty good. So I'm going to start hitting you up with it, and hopefully you guys like it. So this is your girl JoJo hitting you up. Uh, We'll be chit-chatting in a bit. life respect the music and keep your radio locked in
Good day, everyone. This is your girl Jojo mixing it up here. Uh, as you can see, I did put that 24 mix in the background, uh, but this is called Talk to Me. So we are going to be doing a little overlap over the music as it plays on. I will be chit chatting with you. So uh, most people uh, around this time of year, it is a Memorial Day. I am recording this on Memorial Day, and I'm not sure how you feel about the holiday. I I'm one of those people, well, first of all, I'm born on Flag Day, so that should be, I don't know why, I just know several people that have been uh, are very patriotic, very uh, into the the flags and obviously all the celebration. If you don't know where that is, that is on June 14th, and I coincidentally share the birthday with uh, President uh, John, Donald Trump, so uh, I know he's very into um celebrating uh, the veterans and the current people that are serving and i love it i love doing that so on memorial day like today i like to commemorate all those people that have what the phrase is all gave some and some gave all and i believe that wholeheartedly so if you guys have a family member or friend that has given their life in any war or in the line of duty i want to say that um they're very much appreciated on my behalf I, I totally am in debt to their sacrifice. And if you live near a cemetery, I know we do. Um, I live near, about, not really close to it, but it's about a mile or so out from us. And it is one of the state cemeteries for uh, military personnel. And it is, it's a beautiful cemetery. And I was at the store today and I was like, I'm going to buy some flags to put them up. And my sister and I were there and I'm like, should we get them? I said, I got about 20 flags and I just wanted to put them up. And she's like, would they let them, would they let us put them up there? Cause you know, it's not like a regular cemetery. I'm like, Oh, I don't know if they would. So I put them all back. And, um, it's just one of those things I like to do. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, but the holidays coincide with each other. Like it is Memorial day at the end of May. And then it is a uh, flag day in the middle of June. And then it is a 4th of July. So, and they all like kind of coincide. And then obviously we got Labor Day and, um, not Labor Day, um, well, it's near Labor Day. It's a uh, Veterans Day, which by the way, my dog is born on a Veterans Day of last year. So it's just one of those things I like to celebrate when I see a veteran, um, I see they're either, they're wearing a shirt or a cap, you know, first I say, you know, I'm sorry, were you a veteran of, um, what armed forces were you a veteran of? Oh, so hello, ma'am. And they tell me who they, uh, they were a veteran from, uh, like what uh, branch of the service they had. And um, I was telling them thank you. And I know it makes some of them feel awkward, um, but I, I like to show my appreciation. I've said this a million times and I'll keep saying it. I feel it more of an honor to shake the hand of a veteran who has seen battle, has seen war and has stood up for us because whoever you are in the United States, if you hate it or you love it, they did stand up for us, for us to keep our rights. And I always, I want to show my thanks. You know, that's what they did. They put their life on the line. They don't even know who I am. And they, and they risked it all to protect me and my family, obviously. And for those uh, that are of older wars, I know for a fact, um, me and a, a friend of mine, Dom, he's a Marine um, veteran. Because uh, one never stops being a Marine, right? And uh, another friend of mine, Erica, she's also a former Marine. Not to say, not to say veteran because they never stop being Marines. It's always hard for me to do that. But anyways, I have several and those two main ones I've spoken to about it. And um, both about, you know, jarheads and their, oh my gosh, their pride is so amazing. It's 
it's just amazing. But uh, Dom, my friend, mentioned it one time when I was telling him about Veterans Day, and I was telling him, he's like, that's awesome. He's like very taken back by it. And I thought, and this is a big guy, you know, and broad shoulder, big guy tattooed. You know, he's like, a, you would not think um, he's a gushy uh, about these things. And he was just like taken aback. He goes, you really just said, yeah, I do. I thank them. He goes, you know what? The next time you see um, a, a veteran of the Vietnam War, like if you see them, like if you talk to them, he goes, don't tell them thank you for your service. I'm like, why wouldn't I? He's like, tell them welcome back, welcome home. And I'm like, why? So then he explained to me, and like I knew it happened. I just didn't know how to what extreme, because when they came back, a lot of them were not welcomed home. They were called baby killers, and you know, you were just killing everybody inside. You know, it was it was just a harsh time. You know, but now that we live it so many years later, we don't know that, and it's just like I, I hadn't even thought about that. So every time I see a Vietnam vet, I, I do say um, welcome home. And I did it once in um, when I was at Six Flags with a school trip. And um, the look on his face, it just made me want to cry. It was it was one of the sweetest moments. And he was like, thank you, ma'am. I, you have no, I said, no, sir, thank you. And welcome home. And I shook his hand and I walked away. And, you know, because, and he just had a big smile on his face. And it was that was the first time I'd ever taken my friend's advice of saying welcome home. And it was just like, it was just, it was, it was moving. It was one of those heartfelt things. It's something that'll be embedded in my memory. So a little tidbit about their Memorial Day. And, um, yeah, if you see a vet, thank them. I thank them at any moment during the year, no matter when I meet them. If you see a person in, in uniform, uh, I would say thank them for their service and putting their life on the line. I do it very often. I recently did it with officers because we had a career day. And I did that with Border Patrol agents, uh, especially, you know, especially after this Uvalde incident in Texas. It's like you appreciate every person that is wearing a uniform and wears a badge to protect us in any way, shape or form. So, yeah, I'm appreciative. I don't know how everybody stands about it, but that's just my stance. Anyways, let's get back to the music, shall we? This is your girl Jojo on Talk To Me. Hopefully you're having a great Memorial Day. And if you're not, make it better because you always get the choice.
Hey there, everybody. This is your girl JoJo here on uh, Talk To Me. Now, I hope you're enjoying the music. It may be a little old school for you, but I am enjoying it. That was uh, a big old mix. The DJ's name is DJ Gucci, and he is a local uh, DJ that mixes it up on a local radio station here where I'm from. And like I said, I was gifted this, so that's the great thing about doing this because um, I don't know the rights to the song, but it is a mix from the DJ, so it's kind of cool because he does own the rights and it does advertise for him on there. Anyways, it is Memorial Day, and I was just um, I just finished having Din Din with my family. Um, we're talking about Memorial Day. We're talking about just events and um, my daughters and my nephew and niece being out of school and things just getting back at it. My sister's a school teacher locally and she said uh, she's teaching summer school and she's like, oh, I have to wear regular clothes tomorrow because today she went to work in jeans and a t-shirt. But she said the best part is I teach a short period amount of time. I bank for the summer and she's in a supervisor position. So she's like super happy. Shoot, I'd be happy about that. But yeah, every adventure is something new, but it always it gets uh, a little crazy during summer and starts off the holiday this weekend on Monday. Tomorrow, the craziness continues for her. As for me, uh, the craziness has ended, at least taking a pause, and I've got a lot of things on my plate. I am taking a new adventure into um, stepping forward in my career, uh, though I would love to do this podcast and um, be on radio full-time and all the... I, I just love it. I really do. I, as much as I would, it's just hasn't been able to be in my cards to do full-time, but I can do it part-time, so it's all good. So the name of the show, if you have never heard my podcast before, it is called Talk To Me. Uh, <laughs> the email, you guys don't have to worry about it because I'll always put it, tag it to it. Um, it's it's a little longer, but it says Talk To Me. Uh, so if you ever get a reply to your email and it says Talk To Me Mofo, yeah, that's, that's the same thing. I just couldn't find the email that would be there, so I decided to be a little funny at the mofo at the end of it. So like I said, this show is called a talk to me. This is the podcast. And now I have been, um, the previous one was about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trials and they had, they had already stepped out. Um, they did not come to a decision this past week and they are paused until tomorrow. So let's see how that turns out. I personally don't think it's going to resolve itself. I don't think they're going to make a decision tomorrow, but it'd be cool if they did. Uh, so that was my last podcast. And as you know, today I was talking about Memorial Day and how much I value every single veteran um, serving finished serving and has passed on it is it is a big deal for me and um that's what the show is about in regards to just topics just random topics so what i'm going to go ahead and talk about next is what's been on the hot plate the past few days and um it hasn't touched me directly hasn't affected my life directly but indirectly it has because i know several people that know people in the area and that is the uvalde school district shootings now it was uh, one of their own, which is, I don't know, it makes it worse. I mean, it's just as bad that those poor children got shot up um, and it just didn't have to happen. Um, it, it's just, I just think it, personally, I think it makes it worse because it was one of their own. Uh, this child, 18 year old, went to go buy two guns. I don't know why that didn't throw a red flag uh, and um, bought a lot of ammo, a shitload of ammo. 
And he went there a few times because he had to, first of all, apply to get the gun, wait a few days, and then get the gun. And then he got two guns. So like that's like a big, to me, that's a big red flag. Just turned 18, buying guns. Nobody's with him. You know, it's just a little suspicious, like a little sus. But, but I don't know the exact details, but that's the overall general aspect. And the thing is, it was during, I believe I was told it was during assembly time. So this kid walked in. He had a relative. I believe his mom worked at the school. And he just walked in. I don't know what their security system is like. Went in, chose a classroom, and started shooting up kids. That is, like, awful. And I'm pretty sure you've gotten the hint. I am an educator. And it is... It hit close to home. And I was... uh, telling one of my sisters, uh, the one, the one next door, and she has a, the nephew and niece that are going to be returning to school this coming year. And they're, they're teeny tiny kids. My niece is going to be going to pre-K three and my daughter and my nephew are going to second grade. And, you know, she said it hurt really close to home. Like she's unfortunately, sadly, we've all heard about these class shootings and school shootings before. And, um, she says it didn't affect me as much. I mean, obviously it's a sad situation. It hits no matter what because these are innocent lives. She goes, but this time it hit closer and it hit harder, not closer, but it hit harder because the fact that our children are now at that age and, you know, we have to worry about it, but we shouldn't. So that has been a hot topic. I know amongst uh, me and my fellow educators has been a hot topic and we've been saying this, you know, we're not equipped for that. You know, that's just... It's just crazy that we are being demanded to be able to defend our putting our lives on the line. And I told my sisters and I told my mom, I said, it's funny because me, I am horrified of dying, guys. I just like I go into a cold sweat, anxiety attack kind of situation. And I fear death because I'm just not ready for it. I know it's going to happen. It's just I'm not ready for it. And I told them, even though I have that huge fear of death, I would willingly put my life on the line to save these children because no parent should be called up and said, your baby isn't coming home. They've passed away. They've been murdered by a shooter or whatever, whatever situation that you're, we know parent has to mourn their young child. I would not wish that upon anybody. I wouldn't want that to happen to me. So I would willingly do it. Yes. Unfortunately, I risk my life. I could either be injured, um, forever, like a, like forever like something hinders my walking whatever like severely injured I could die it's and then my daughter would grow up without her mother but I know for a fact that she would not grow up without my memories because I have a family that would not let her forget um but I I couldn't I couldn't put other parents to go through that of having to mourn their children it's just a horrible thought it's it's just it's just an ugly feeling and like I said it hit closer to it hit harder it close to home in the sense of it like because my child is near that age and my sister and I were talking about it and it, it just it was painful but it hit pretty close to home because I had several colleagues that had friends and some of them had family that are in that school district and they were like, where else did it happen? It was just, it was nobody knew. Nobody knew, nobody knew. It's like, what's going on? And obviously details are being uh, dispersed, you know, as they come. And I know there was an incident with, uh, as much as people may hate him, I personally do um, appreciate a lot of things that have gone on through the government in regards to, you know, Texas. You know, I'm a, I'm a Texas gal, but um, I'm not going to get into the political talk. 
I don't think it was right for them to give a preliminary statement without checking all the facts. The fact that a mom had to, who was arrested, handcuffed, got out of her handcuffs and went to go save her child because she wanted her child out. I mean, she didn't want to wait. I, I applaud her. It was gutsy. She could have been killed, you know, but she's like, you know what? I'm risking it out. I would too. It's my kid in there. I'm going to get my kid in there. And then the, um, off-duty border patrol agent that his wife texts him on the phone there's a live shooter i love you help me or i don't know what the combination of the text message and he was getting a haircut the barber gave him a shotgun he kept in the store in the shop he took off he went to go powwow with him okay what are we gonna do this is what we're gonna do he went in he hugged his daughter found his wife but you know what? it didn't stop there so there's a lot of people saying well only the officers were allowed to take out that's not true that is not true that guy went in, that Border Patrol agent, the one that ended up shooting that child, and that's what he is, um, he went in guns blazing because this kid was not going to stop. He already shot so many kids, and he shot two teachers. It's just those women were heroes when they didn't have to be a mortal, like a martyr. It, it's just, it was, it's unnecessary, and it's funny that those kinds of responsibilities are placed upon us and we willingly take it. Yet I still feel, even though we do feel that appreciation from parents, sometimes our profession is just undervalued, underappreciated, especially in situations like that. Elementary teachers, I myself teach uh, primary uh, school, so I am in those shoes now. I used to teach secondary. It's just, it's... It's a lot of pressure as it is, and we just worry about grades and getting these kids to learn. And then, but when you add that added pressure, and I think about how since 9 11, uh, obviously over 20 years ago, we started doing all kinds of different drills, and it's just, it's become the norm. And it's so sad that it's become the norm. But it's situations like this that remind us why we do it. We do it to prepare. And I saw a TikTok. Yes, I'm an avid TikToker. <laughs> we'll talk about that some other episode. Um, about this lady, they they called her paranoid for buying these inserts um, for her children. She bought these inserts that fit into the backpacks that are bulletproof. And sadly, as soon as I saw the TikTok, I sent it to my sister. You know, our kids are in grade school. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it. And it sounds so paranoid. But look, like that lady said, you know what? People call me paranoid, but look, she's tapping on it. She says, this could have saved those children. And you have to train them on how to use them. You know, when you see something, you hide, grab your backpack, you hide behind it. And it tells you, like, it gives you instructions on the panel. So sadly, I think I'm going to grab one of those for my, my daughter and my nephew and my niece. It's just sad that it's needed, but it, it, it sometimes is sadly. And I would not want to mourn the loss of my daughter or my nephew or my niece because of some kid's idiocy. So yeah, paranoid maybe, but better safe than sorry. So let me know your opinions on what happened. I don't know if you've read the articles. I don't even know if you've known about it, but yes, another disgusting situation at a school towards the last days of school, a school shooting at an elementary school. I believe the grade uh, was in fourth grade and um, I had a, one of my students record a song. He sang a most beautiful song, photographed by Ed Sheeran. Um, I'm, I guess it's a plug for him, but my students sang it for a talent show, and I recorded him, and I wrote a message, English and Spanish, and then uh, rest in peace 
sweet angels and heroes and it's like he sang it I mean obviously it's pitchy it's a he's learning how to sing but it was so heartfelt and it was beautiful and I'm not sure if my uh, principal sent it yet but I'm going to be tagging them soon if I don't see it online but let me know what you think if you're on anchor if you're on that platform send me a message here just pause the app if you're on the apps put send message if you are on any other app please see the attachment for my twitter account okay it's talk to me mofo (laughs) that's what it is talk to me mofo you know what let me double check while I'm here so while I'm wrapping up this uh thought process so let me know your thoughts on it like whatever aspect of it if it's like what your thoughts are on limiting the kinds of ammo how much ammo the guns should do you think that there should which I do think there should be a database that gives uh like flags or like this person has applied for a gun and these two stores within this time frame, like sense of flight. That doesn't mean you have to stop buying guns. I would never do that. I'm a Texan. I would never want to take someone's weapon, but, um, you'd have to have special permission and go through probably a little bit more loops to get that kind of a weapon, you know, like an automatic weapon. You, yeah, you'd have to jump through a few more hurdles, but if you really wanted it, really needed it, it would, it, it would be worth it. You'd like, okay, fine. I'll do it. But it's just like, I think that database should be more detailed. You know, it, it just, I just, something needs to be changed. Uh, it's not taking away guns. It's not going to solve anything because obviously the bad guys don't care about the laws. If they want a gun, they're going to get one plain and simple. Right. So my thing is having stricter or more, um, a more streamlined system of something. Something's got to change because something it's not working. You know, there should be no reason and enough's enough. And I know so many people are frustrated. So if you want to hit me up on Twitter, guys, it is um, at, obviously, talk to me, mofo, talk to me, all spelled out, T-A-L-K-T-O, me, M-E, and then mofo as in obviously slang term for motherfucker. Okay, so M-O-F-O. So that'll be linked here if you're on, I'm not sure if it'll follow through with all the other uh platforms, but it's on there and it's the same email address. Talk to me, mofo at gmail.com. So, um, let me know your thoughts on that, on the gun control. If, if you want to send words of, um, of encouragement for those that are having to deal with this and it's uh, your kind words, anything guys, I'm willing to read them out here. If you have a topic, I would love to cover it. Like I said, this platform is to talk about what's on your mind. It's just talk to me. Let's vent, let's chit chat. And, um, yeah. And at the end, we're going to wrap up the show. I know the show is a little longer than usual. Um, but we're going to talk about the socialization, why we need it so much. I know people have talked down about social media, but let me tell you like things like this, well, we'll go into detail, but things like this, it, it, having someone to talk to stranger, not stranger, whatever, it has helped so much during the pandemic and it has been highlighted during this era. We'll talk about it when I get back. More beats. More beats. More bounce. Because that's how we roll. Oh, Lord of mercy. I just want to 
This is Talk To Me. And I hope you guys have a great time right now with me. So uh, I left off talking about, uh, by the way, guys, that is DJ Gucci tearing it up on the buffet mix from Wild 104, the local radio station, if you guys didn't get uh, to listen to all that. So it is a long show today only because I am adding quite a bit of music. I may um, not do this again, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Anyway, so my last left off, the last caption was talking about social media and its benefits. Now, everything in regards to the internet since it started hitting big in the 90s, um, it has its its ups and downs. It's a blessing and a curse. So people always say times are worse now. They're, you know, things aren't like they used to be. And my opinion is, very simply put, they are like they used to be. It's just it, it's in the limelight a lot more and you know about it instantly and there's cameras everywhere. So like I said, it's got a blessing and a curse. So uh, it may be a little worse, but I don't think by much. I just think that we're more exposed to it. Now, social media also has had a lot of, um, or internet has had a lot of negativity and it's always the negative stuff that brings it down like human trafficking luring children uh scamming you know they have all kinds of negative stuff but they always uh always at the same time bring out preventions to help you uh, protect yourself have extra spyware and malware excuse me and uh, trying to protect you and what's yours to you and what's yours but it's obviously it's up to the individual but lately as of obviously pandemic where that we were in a complete shutdown for everybody it's hard to believe it's already been two years right (laughs) since march of 2020 it's a little bit over two years now and a lot of the things that happened and Obviously, uh, the president was laughed at when he said, you know, we were going to have to count, we have counseling, we need to have this because people are going to gonna go into depression. People thought he was crazy. Obviously, it did happen. But it's because I believe in my whole heart is we are social creatures. We are social creatures. And even introverts that don't like to be amongst people, they still like to know what's going on sometimes. So we are naturally social creatures. We want to know. And that's what makes social media so popular all the time. You're like, why are people always on it? People are always on TikTok. They're always on Facebook. They're always on Instagram. They're on Twitter. Because we are social creatures. We like to know what's going on in other people's lives. It's curiosity. If you want like gossip, you know, it's it's just who we are. It's, it's in our DNA. We are social. It's, we're built to be in packs you know it's we thrive on it and we obviously that's a procreation right so when pandemic hit there was uh, very limited ways we could communicate we couldn't see family members we couldn't go socialize places pubs restaurants everything was shut down as we all know and uh the internet was saving grace and obviously a lot of uh, people everybody actually gave discounts or gave them free for those who couldn't afford it you know people were out of jobs it it was just crazy times right two years ago so people dove into social media and tiktok arose even in a more massive degree it like exponentially like it grew it boomed right so it's because of the social aspect. Like I said, social media, social aspect. And it was used finally to its full potential. 
when we were out and we had to do online teaching, we had no, we couldn't talk to our colleagues that much other than getting ideas from each other. And it was like, what do we do? So what did we do? We took to the internet. We took to making groups on whatever platform you wanted to use. There was tweets of people how to do this and link this and there are bits of information, bits of uh, encouragement, sending videos. Uh, TikTok, like I said, it, like, it grew exponentially, right? 60 second videos and it was just quick blurps. A minute here, a minute there. And people were learning. I, I remember seeing one. It was a kindergartner teacher have reviewing letters and she was giving lessons really quick. And people just took to social media to fill in the gaps, to help one another. And it was it, it was a beautiful thing. I And even to this day, people use it. And it was part of it. They use it to vent. They use it to help. They use it to feel better. And they use it. They use it in every way, shape. Like, again, it was used to its full potential. And people took to it and they were drawn to it because that was their socializing. And I loved it. I felt like it, technology was finally being used besides the the regular functions. Children were far, starting to lose their, de- uh, excuse me, not lose, use their devices to what they are instead of just watching YouTube. You know, YouTube itself became more of a learning tool for people. More trainings have been offered online. More classes have been done online. A Zoom classes, online courses took a, 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 a total, like, it was, everything was on the rise. Anything was based off of the computers. So these computers that are obviously, like I said, blessing and a curse, uh, people are stuck to them. They're stuck to the screen. Yes, they are. People judge other people for having their children on their devices. And the truth of the matter is, yes. Like right now, um, it's summertime. And so I know a lot of children are going to be on their devices. But there obviously should be a limitation. But I, all I'm saying is that social media has provided that outlet for a lot of people. And it was their therapy. It was their saving grace mentally. And the screen time, the computer basing, like right now you guys listen to a podcast. This is part of it. And I think, um, it's just something we have to accept that it's going to be a part of our lives because that's what all future jobs, that's what we use. Everything is digital based. Obviously it's always great to learn it old school because technology doesn't always work. And sometimes technology, technology will never be as fast as a human, at least like not yet. And either way, it's just, something always happens there's always glitches and that's gonna happen it's not, i hope it never happens like terminator guys if you ever watch that series but um hopefully more like star trek but anyway so when it's used that way it's just it's just who they are like right now um it's bedtime for a lot of people and it's like oh it's bedtime people just uh, keep their children on their devices till 3 a.m ah uh-uh. not everybody does okay it's uh, has become a part of our daily lives it has period. Our phones are now attached to our hands. I remember when they first came out, it was like, what is this big old clunky thing? And obviously the weight got less and the screen got bigger. The memory, it became a smartphone. Like when smartphones were big, like what is a smartphone? Things have evolved to encompass technology and we just have to like take hold and go with it. And that social media aspect, that platform, which is, and yes, podcasts, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Twitter, uh, you know, all these other platforms that just are existing or are being created are there because there is obviously a supply and demand. It can be used. Um, people can like insult it and say that's all it is. It's always screen time. People they don't have wholesome lives anymore. They just on their devices. They're not with their family. Ah, that's a personal choice. Some of us, and I'm going to tell you one, for example, um, my family, uh, 
teenagers are all on there. My uh, my nephew, the young kids are they're on their devices. But there is a point where um, I'm letting you know right now, like on our Sunday dinners is our family day. When we sit at that table to eat breakfast, it's actually brunch time. Nobody has a device on their hand. When we sit and talk to each other, there was a time where we said, you know what, devices are away. We're just going to be talking about, we're, ha- we're having fun with each other. Let's put them away. You know, we'll take them out for pictures. It is the decision of every household, every individual to do what they want with it. But its full capacity was reached and touched upon over the pandemic when it was used as an actual resource and tool to help everybody. That was its sole purpose, to have everybody connect worldwide. You know, there's no more, oh, I got to go to the library and I hope it's open because I need you to find, um, you know, I need to find some, what is it? Oh my God, I even, the, the word just slips my mind. So we're going to go find the books that we need to do, research, and you have to go. And when it's not open, it, you're out of it. And, you know, you know, encyclopedias to find this. Different, there is nothing like that anymore. All these encyclopedias are online, dictionaries are online. There's a, sp- a spell check. Things have evolved. So that in itself, I'm actually happy about it because I enjoy it. But obviously it is an evil as well because I've caught myself today being glued to my phone and then my daughter's glued to her device. I said, you know what, put it down. And I called her over to me and then I said, let's go do this, let's go do that because it is very addictive. I, I, it's more addictive than any drug in the world, but you know, it can be put down and you can spend time with your family. So it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So everybody has that choice. Uh, bottom line, but like I said, its full potential was touched upon and it can be such a beautiful thing. So I'm going to leave you with that thought. Let me know yours. Uh, if you have topics to talk about, let me know those as well. I will do my research and jump on it. And before I leave and before I sign out, I'd like to remind you to you leave messages here on Anchor, touch base with me on email or Twitter. It's both the same handle. It's talk to me, mofo, T-A-L-K-T-O-M-E. M-O-F-O. So the regular words talk to me and then followed by MOFO, M-O-F-O. So on Gmail or at Twitter. So, and in addition to that, I just want you guys to know that every topic, every voice has a right to be heard. This is why I wanted to make this podcast. It's an open platform, but there is some kind of semblance. So once it starts kicking off, and if you've ever followed a podcast from its inception, it starts off slow. It's only one person talking. Then they start inviting a guest. Maybe they have a co-host, but I just want to let y'all know that your voice can be heard. Um, it, 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 that's the great thing again is social media so I want to just jump on I've been on this train since video uh, vlogging was like I've been on this train since vlogging was even conceived where you had to attach a camera externally to a desktop in order to have a camera yeah there was no cameras attached to the desktop it was a separate device and uh, I love it I, I sincerely do I believe that it's got so many positives that it it can be utilized in, in such great ways um um, as obviously like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, he utilized it to keep things honest and it, it can be used obviously for a negative way as well. People call it bullying, you know, the harassment, it, it, obviously everything has its positive and negatives, but we, me and you, you and me can use it in the positive aspect. So talk to me, talk to me. Drop me a line. And this is your girl, Jojo, signing out, hoping you're having a wonderful day. But if you're not, I hope that hearing me telling you that your voice is heard, your voice is important, your opinion matters. 
put that smile on your face because smile, it looks good on you. And we'll catch you next time. More beats. More beats. More bounce. Bounce. Because that's how we roll. It's DJ Gucci Mix in the mix. Wild 104. Yeah. <laughs>